This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, February 2nd on KWAD. We are in this second day of February, and we have a special matinee presentation of high school basketball for you on KWAD between the Bertha Hewitt Bears and the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines. We're going to have it right on the airwaves on KWAD this afternoon. It's going to be a fun matchup in the Park Region Conference between the Bears and the Wolverines. Again, uh, an afternoon game. It's got a 1 o'clock pregame, one fifteen tip-off, and Corey, this is something Something that uh, you really don't see too often around the region. It's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a fun idea. I remember talking with uh, Wadena Deer Creek Activities Director Norm Gallant on our Wolverines Weekly Coaches Show, and he brought up this idea. He said he just has always heard of schools doing this idea, thought it'd be really fun to try out, reached out to local schools. Bertha Hewitt was the one that said, yeah, we'll, we'll go to you this year, you come to us next year, and that's how this thing came about. And if I'm not mistaken, Bertha Hewitt does a volleyball game every fall in the afternoon for the same sort Typically, of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. cool that the Bears were on board with something like this again. Just an opportunity to get the entire school body in the in the gym. They're going to pack that thing. I don't know if you've ever been to like a pep fest or anything like extracurricular related with elementary students, but they're insane. They get they get yeah, they get pretty insane. It gets the whole school a chance to watch yeah. uh, and gets those younger kids to go insane, gets them to have fun at basketball games, gets them interested in sports and then also if you're some of the older kids and you're in all those activities maybe you're in wrestling you're in nordic skiing you're in girls basketball or hockey you don't always get the opportunity to see your buddies play and this gives you an opportunity to do that as well i uh got a text message from mr gallant this morning yes and it said you're gonna have to pay for your whole seat but you're only gonna need the edge of it (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I'm going to have to use that. Uh, The game will be at the WDC Middle High School. Yep. Uh, Just to confirm for anybody who's wondering if it's going to be at the elementary school or if it's at the high school. And it will be at the high school because of, uh, you know, shot clocks and all that. Oh, running the shot clock again today. That's good. That's going to be a a lot of fun. I love the idea. Um, We've talked about it before with double headers and how Mm -hmm. much we like double headers and Um, A part of, you know, from the radio station perspective, this is a little more cold and calculating, but like we like it because we get to bang out a couple of games. It's really cool to be involved with with multiple games. And and, but it's also a really neat energy in the in the gymnasium when you have, uh, uh, you know, not you're essentially doubling the number of parents who are involved. Now, friends can be there to watch their friends play like you talked about and. Uh, this is only gonna, you know, uh, uh, elevate that feeling with the entire student body involved. It's gonna be really cool. I, I think it's an awesome idea. It's gonna be super, super fun. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, uh, I've been following the Wolverines around all season long. Bertha Hewitt's my alma mater, so that's also gonna be fun. Right. Uh, 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 I'm going to get a chance to rip my brother on the radio, so that's gonna be fun. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. Is he prepared for this? No, I think he's just been avoiding me all week in preparation. Now, are you going up on the on the walk? track 
want to avoid eye contact, you're going to sit right down courtside and just like, hey, man, just so you know, I can see everything you're doing and it's going on the air. I mean, is it, I mean, I don't know. Is there even going to be any room on the walking track? I mean, they're <laughs> going to fit everybody in there. I think even Bertha Hewitt's taking a fan bus or something like that to the game. Neat. So it's going to be a fun atmosphere. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, and I think it should be a good game because if you look at both these teams, uh, if you look at the Park Region Conference standings, the Wadena Deer Creek Wolverines are in second place with a 7-1 and record. Right behind them is Bertha Hewitt and Monaga with 5-4 and records. So two teams uh, have been doing pretty well on the season. If you're Bertha Hewitt, they're 8-7 and overall, and Wadena Deer Creek is 11-5 and overall. The two teams met once already. Uh, almost two months ago, uh, maybe a month and a half ago, December 16th at Bertha Hewitt, the Wolverines got a 57-47 to win. So expecting another close one. I mean, now at this point in the year, teams are figuring themselves out a little bit more. Wadena Deer Creek uh, had a, have, have had a couple losses here uh, against Barnesville and Pelican Rapids, but before that we're on about a seven or eight game winning streak. So mm-hmm. both teams kind of uh, playing, uh, trying to play their best basketball now as we get into the month of February and things starting to tighten up uh, for the rest of the season. And for Bertha Hewitt, looking at their last handful of games here, they're 2-2 two and two in their last four with losses against Henning and Managa, but wins against Laporte and Pillager. So, I mean, there's a, both teams are nobody sliding by any stretch of the imagination. This should be a really fun basketball game this afternoon and a really fun atmosphere more than anything. And let's be honest, a 1 o'clock, one fifteen start time is... Um, it's a, it's a little bit of a shock to the system. Yeah. So if you can get yourself ready while the other team is trying to figure out what it means to tip off at one fifteen. Well, and that's the thing. You're going to find yourself down by 17 points really quickly. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing, too, because you can play an afternoon game, but it's on a Saturday, typically, when you don't have school and you can sleep in, you can prepare. Now you got to go to school, go to uh, your morning classes, go to lunch, get on the bus and hop over to Wadena Deer Creek if you're Bertha Hewitt. And if you're Wadena you, Deer Creek, you got to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to talk to both head coaches because if you're the Wolverines, it's your home court. All the energy and the momentum are behind you. How do you play with that? Do you come out over-emotional? Do you come out a little overhyped? And if you're Bertha Hewitt, like you said, uh, if you don't come ready to play in that kind of environment, you could find yourself down really early. I think this game comes down to whoever can start out fast. I don't know why. That's just that gut feeling of whoever can jump out and get maybe that early eight-point lead or something like that probably will hang on to win this one, but that's just a that's a gut feeling. I should I, I don't know the answer to this, and I, I I probably should, but I wonder does that mean, um, like the JV unit gets the primetime spot tonight? I think they go varsity, and then the JV and C squad games follow. Oh, I see. I so think that's how that goes, but so, I should look so, that up. So actually, that makes sense, right? You would start the the C squad game on the main floor. At the end of the varsity game, you would start the JV. They're, those probably happen at their normal times. Then it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just thinking out loud. That's the most important uh, thing: is to ask questions. CJ, do uh, to be curious is are, what they tell me. Are you me. saying you're just asking questions, Corey? I'm just asking. You're questions. just asking. Questions. I was just wondering if someone in the world knew. Uh, so according to parkregionconference.org, the boys' JV game is scheduled for 3 p.m. for the Bears and the Wolverines. The C game is at 5. Oh, uh, so the C squad get the primetime spot Yes, tonight. they do. Neat. All right, let's go, freshmen. Come on. 
Let's go. I really, I think, I love it. I love it. Good job. Good job, everyone involved for doing this. It's a cool idea. This is really fun. And of course, the thing is, is that next year we'll have this exact same situation. It'll just be over at the Bertha Hewitt High School as well, which is fun because it builds a little bit of a, of a tradition, a little bit of a rivalry. It's kind of, it's fun. It's really fun. So shout out, uh, basketball. Shout out basketball. Speaking of, speaking of basketball. Yeah. Do you want to do continuous good news or do you want to, uh, do we want to um, uh, Oreo cookie the the bad news? Uh, let's Oreo here. cookie the bad news. All right, it's going to start like it's good news. Okay, I want to read this to you exactly as written in my sports report this morning. All right, Joshua Ola Joseph led Minnesota with a career high seventeen points. That sounds good. Sky Yuma, let's go. He also had a career high eight rebounds. Wow, that's amazing. Roll the boat. Well, would you look at that? Talon Cooper had 12 points and nine rebounds. Great news for Gopher roll, men's basketball. Roll the boat, Sky Yumako. Gophers, baby. What was the score? Incorrect. It's Iceberg dead ahead. Rutgers beat the Gophers last night 90 to 55. Ish. I don't. It's been that kind of season for the Gophers. They did not have Dawson Garcia or Braden Carrington, but as you just mentioned. It's been that kind of season. They stink. Yeah, they're a team that's throwing out a lot of freshmen, and like a lot of not and in college basketball, they always throw out freshmen. But these are freshmen that would, if they went to Wisconsin, would play when they're sophomores or maybe a redshirt sophomore. And Ben Johnson has no other choice but to throw these guys out on the floor because they're the most talented. They're also very inexperienced and raw, and kind of are having to learn on the fly, which is very sink or swim and. Look, they've played some competitive games, even in losses. I thought the game in Wisconsin was played very well. I thought they played Indiana at the barn very well. And then that upset at Ohio State. So there is some positive with the Gophers, but there's a lot of ugly losses like this. Just really hard to get your confidence up. Only one win in the Big Ten so far. We were talking the other day after our air shift about about gopher sports in particular, and I was telling you how sad it makes me when gopher basketball is not good because that 97 gopher men's basketball team, the team that didn't make the Final Four, mm-hmm. is, is potentially my all-time favorite Minnesota sports team. Yeah. I was in... I mean, we're talking like fifth grade. You're talking like fifth grade Corey here, watching Clem Haskins and Bobby Jackson and Sam Jacobson was my favorite player on that team. John Thomas and Quincy Lewis and Eric Harris and Courtney James. I just, I lo- I loved that team. That when you talk about, we talked about the high school game today that we're covering and bringing in the elementary aged, middle school aged kids to be able to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. It's really important for that age group to get hooked, right? That's an important time in any in everybody's life to get hooked on whatever it is they're going to like for the rest of their lives. And f- for me, one of those things was basketball. And that Gopher team was integral into my love for Gopher basketball and just basketball in general. Uh, so when I was in fifth grade, the Gophers did that. The next year, my high school went to the state tournament, Sibley East. Uh, they ended up they got third place that year, uh, uh, but they had lost in the semifinals to Ben Johnson's De La Salle. <laughs> but I love like those two things happening fifth and sixth grade for me were paramount in my love for the game of basketball, and I 
man, does it bum me out when they're bad. I mean, I honestly would rather have the Gophers be good than the Timberwolves, and that's weird because the Timberwolves have a better shot of winning a title than the Gophers will ever, but... Yeah, I mean, college basketball is just fun. The barn is a great atmosphere. It's really fun. And it's, yeah, I just, I wish that gopher basketball was better. I think Ben Johnson's a good coach. I think he's getting some good recruits. I think you got to give a guy time. You got to give him like three or four years before you can officially pass judgment right. in college sports, especially considering how bad the gophers were when he took over. But still, I, uh, it's, a, it's a work in progress. I agree with all of those things. And I don't want that. I don't want what I said to overshat like, I think they can be mutually exclusive. Yeah. I think Ben Johnson can be a good coach. I think he can be doing uh, the right things. Um, I also think they can be bad. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're bad. A, they're bad. Go bad. for go for women's basketball. Lost to number four, Indiana, 77-54. to 54. Really the only thing of note there is that go for women's basketball is also not good, but they played a closer game against the fourth-ranked team in the nation than the go for men did against Rutgers. Roll the boat, Sky Umanko, Gophers. And then, of course, the Timberwolves get an overtime victory last night, 119-113 over Golden State. Yeah, this man last night putting the exclamation point on the game. Edwards over to Reed, corner three, long, got his own, driving and throwing it down! Big fella! Nas Reed, Corey. Big fella. Nas Reed. Saw he the mi- highlight. That was, an, that was I, uh, with authority, they would say. I was watching it on a stream, so it was a couple minutes behind the actual game, so I already got the notification that the Wolves won, but I saw Nas Reed in the corner, miss the, th- miss the three-pointer, but then have the extra effort, get his own rebound, and go into the lane, one arm, slam that thing, and my wife was sitting next to me, and I screamed like, Oh! <laughs> like I was hyped for a, a something I knew the Wolves already won. She's like, "You already knew they won the game," and I'm like, "Did you see that dunk? That was amazing. That was a fun highlight. It was fun. The Timberwolves, man, are the weirdest team ever because they can beat Golden State, they can split with Sacramento, they can beat Memphis, and then they can lose to the Houston Rockets. So I don't. Yep. This is the weirdest team ever. It's a great win for the Timberwolves. Uh, Anthony Edwards, man, another. Stacking great games on top of each other, and the Minnesota Timberwolves have a very tough schedule ahead. But that's a that's a nice win. They didn't have Rudy Gobert or Carl Anthony Towns, and I believe they had uh, one other uh, Wolf injured in that game. But the Warriors had Clay, they had Steph, and they had Draymond, they had Jordan Poole. They were fully healthy, and the Wolves won that game shorthanded. Anthony Edwards and Nas Reed, man. There is um, uh, something to be said about a team that's five hundred. Yeah. Right, that uh, sometimes you are, uh, as Denny Green would say, they are who we think they are. You know, they're five hundred, which means when you're a five hundred team, you win some games you shouldn't, and you lose some games you shouldn't. That's exactly who they are. Now they're doing everything they need to do with Gobert playing limited minutes, with Carl essentially being dead. Um, at least this knee being dead. Uh, the 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 talk was the other day. They f- like well, I finally heard Carl news. Yeah, and the news it's that was there's that no there's news. no news. <laughs> like he, we are planning on him being back by the end of the season. 
I don't know what that means. Does that mean that? Does that mean April or does that does that mean, mean the late end February? of the NBA season or the end of the Timberwolves season? <laughs> because he could be ready to play by June when the finals are. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Edwards is doing everything he can to turn the corner, and he had twenty seven points, which I think is about what he averaged for the for his last month. Yeah. Um, he is, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, can Edwards make a leap? And it's not just whatever is the next logical step. It's a leap, right? So it's You have to not just like incrementally get better. You all of a sudden have to go, whoa. It's, a, it's, it's the normal progression any player should make plus something else. That plus something else is happening right now for him. It's very exciting. And at the most important time, too. 100%. Anthony Edwards, man. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, as Corey uh, and Coach Denny Green would say. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves currently the sixth seed in the Western Conference with a 28-26 and 26 record. They are in a virtual tie with the Dallas Mavericks for the five seed. The Timberwolves are uh, eight and a half games back of the one seed, and they are at sixth place but they are also only like a game and a half back out of missing the playoffs entirely. So that just goes to show you how loaded this Western Conference is this year. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, February 2nd on KWAD.